I'm Jamie Gennaro, and this is Business for Humans. Let's talk about taking your business to a new level without the suits and without being a robot. Here, you can be yourself, you can be imperfect, you can be flawed, and you can still have raging success. So let's go. Welcome, everyone. I'm really happy you're here. Today, we're talking about boundaries. And something that's really fun is that whenever I come up with a topic, I feel like I start seeing it everywhere, which is amazing, which means that it's sort of in the collective consciousness, if I can use that woo-woo terminology. So just to start with a story, I love coaching, obviously. I love to be coached. And I have a coach colleague who is in my my coach training program. And I'm very lucky. She's an amazing coach. And I'm very lucky to have her coaching me every other week. And then I coach her every other week. And she's super helpful. And then I also have an amazing writing coach. And I'll leave uh, descriptions in the show notes for these amazing women. But my writing coach is also incredible. And she was reading some something that I'm writing that I will share with you all soon when it's done. And I was writing about boundaries. And she, it resonated with her. And then she sent me an email the next day. Someone that she follows was doing a webinar on boundaries. So I just love this because it's obviously something that people really struggle with. And I feel like this happens, like these thematic things come up with my clients as well, where I feel like one person is working on something and then there's all this value from, you know, working with them on this one topic. And then I feel like my other clients end up needing it too. So let me tell you a story about one of my clients and sort of how boundaries works in her life, because it's really different for everyone. And, um, and so I just want to give an example of kind of what I mean when I talk about boundaries. So this client is currently on burnout leave. I have a few clients who, I'm burn- who are on burnout leave, so it might take you a minute if you are one of those clients <laughs> to realize who I'm talking about. But um, so in the Netherlands, we have this wonderful program for employees who are having some physical symptoms of burnout and they can take essentially medical leave because of burnout. And you work with a, in a, a company doctor and they work with you on creating a plan. You basically go to zero hours of work and you get your full pay. And then you kind of work out a plan that helps you build back up to full time. So this client is on burnout leave and is also potentially transitioning into a new position and is trying to figure out what's going to be the right job for her because she's suffered burnout in so many places. And so she wants to really break these patterns. So she's sort of in this transition right now, which is nice that she gets to to trial and test her boundaries in a fairly safe environment. She's not getting thrown right back into the work world where she has to test her boundaries and, and you know, the consequences of not setting 
strong boundaries at work are going to be greater than the the consequences when you just don't set them well in your personal life. So essentially, she's starting to network and she's creating, she's setting up networking meetings. And she also, because of her physical, uh, like the physical manifestations of her burnout, she needs to stay active. She needs to exercise every day. In my opinion, everyone needs to stay active, um, but it's it's part of her protocol. It's sort of part of what she has added to her routine to make sure that she stays on top of her physical health. So going to the gym in the morning is basically like critical for her well-being. Again, in parentheses, as it is for everyone. And she made these networking meetings right on top of the time that she would normally go to the gym. So just digest that for a second. She has to go to the gym every day. She goes at the same time every day to to stay in a routine. She's starting to network. She placed those networking appointments right on top of the time she goes to the gym. Okay, here is how our brain works when we don't have boundaries. The first thing we think is we need to make it convenient for them. The second thing we think is the gym is not a priority. Work is a priority. What else do we think? (laughs) We think that uh, we are lazy if we don't make the appointment for networking first thing in the morning. Okay, so again... These are stories. We make assumptions about the other person. We have these stories about ourselves. Why isn't the gym the most important thing? This is survival. This is human survival, right? We're talking about the very basics of human survival. You know, your ability to stay alive (laughs) means that you will be able to work. If you are suffering, physically suffering or mentally suffering, you're not going to be able to work. So if you're not prioritizing the things that keep you mentally fit and physically fit, you're likely going to have trouble working, right? Are we making this connection? So what was interesting was she didn't see it, right? She didn't see this as a boundary, as her own boundary violation. No one else violated her boundaries except her. She set the meeting. She didn't ask them what time would be most convenient for you. And then they came up with this time. She said, how about this time? They said, yes. Then afterwards, she thought, why did I do that? And then she found another reason to beat herself up. So what I had her do when we were in a session was, I want you to write an email to these people and let them know that that time actually doesn't work for you. Apologize move the meeting. Now, what's interesting is that people who haven't set boundaries for themselves in the past have a lot of trouble with this because guilt came up, massive guilt. Guilt and then this fear of judgment. The fear of judgment came from, they're going to think I'm lazy. They're going to think I'm a flake. I'm not a flake. I don't want them to think that about me. I'm not lazy. I don't want them to think that about me. Again, these are stories. So if you can take a step back from being right in her shoes, because I'm sure 
everyone has experienced this, right? I don't want people to think I'm flaky. I never change appointments. I never set an appointment and then change an appointment because I don't want people to think I'm flaky. Okay, now take a step back from that. Why do you think people are going to think you're flaky? Okay, granted, if you do it all the time, yeah, it's going to be a little inconvenient for other people. But if you are someone who's very respectful of other people's times, generally, and you need to make a change every once in a while because there's because you need to advocate for yourself, then the judgment, the worry of judgment, I mean, that's on you. You can't project onto someone else what they're going to be thinking or feeling. You have no idea what they're thinking or, or feeling. And you can't try to anticipate that with your actions. You can't try to get ahead of what they might think or feel and then create actions in your own life to try to combat what they might think or feel. You have no idea what they're thinking or what they're feeling, and you never will. You will never have control over that. So you want to show up as a responsible professional. Okay, I understand that. You don't want to change the time because you feel like it's not being responsible and it's not being being professional. I understand that. What we're doing here by sending an email to the person to change the time is we're understanding how it feels to put ourselves first. And not in a selfish way. But if she would have originally put herself first, there wouldn't have been this worry of, oh, they're going to think I'm flaky because I'm moving the time or I'm unprofessional because I'm moving the time. None of that would have happened because she would have just set the time originally after she went to the gym. But she couldn't let herself do that because she hasn't set good boundaries for herself. Why is it a problem (laughs) to go to the gym in the morning and to prioritize that? Why is that a problem? Because it is, not just for her. This is a problem for, I would say, 85% of the workforce. It's really hard for people to believe that they are worthy of asking for an extra hour in the morning to take care of themselves. This is an interesting boundary issue. Because if you are not advocating for yourself in the workplace, what's happening at home? When your partner, when your kids, when your family members, when they're all asking you to do things for them or they need something from you, are you running around trying to make everybody else happy instead of putting your needs first? Now, again, I know there's a lot of talk about this right now. There's a lot of talk about self-care. But here's what I would say. When you set a boundary, you're being way more kind, way more present. Because when you set the meeting during the time that you're usually at the gym, how do you think you're going to show up for that meeting? First of all, you're going to be a little sluggish because you haven't done your whole routine, your whole normal routine where you do this workout, you take your shower, you feel fit, you feel well, you feel ready, you feel prepared, you feel on top of it. So you're going to show up a little sluggish. You're going to show up a little resentful because you're like, dang, why did I do that? Like I'm doing, I'm going to a meeting first thing in the morning. You know what? She's probably not even going to eat breakfast, right? Because it's early. The meeting's early. You want to get there on time. You want to look professional. So then you don't eat. 
So now you're sluggish, you're hungry, you're resentful. How is that good? <laughs> so yeah, great. You showed up at the time that you thought they wanted to show you show up on. You you come across as professional because you're doing it first thing in the morning. You're not lazy, but internally you have a lot of conflict when you go into this meeting already. You're starting with conflict. You're starting with a lot of inner conflict. Why didn't I go to the gym? Oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I just don't feel like I'm on top of my game. How is that kind? This is the deal, dudes. Boundaries are much nicer to people. When you have boundaries, when you're clear about your boundaries, it's kind to people. So let me give you another example. I have a client who is also in burnout, but is American. And unfortunately, Americans don't have the same access to recognize burnout and to be able to take time away. So if you're in an industry where the clock is always ticking and the race is always moving and there's no time to get off the train, a lot of people are in industries like that. When you're in deep burnout, it's really hard to take a step back. And in the US, if you don't have a lot of paid time off, it feels almost impossible to take time off when you're in burnout. This client happens to be in burnout and this client happened to experience recently a pretty massive personal trauma. She's still going to work. Now, listen, I know it's not easy to take time off, but here's how she's showing up at work. Her brain is just not in it. So it's really hard to problem solve or to be creative about solutions when your brain is just not fully present. And it's not. Her brain is half in personal life trauma and her brain is half in burnout and what's left. So she's sort of like robotically going through the motions, but her team's having a hard time relying on her. Her memory is just not up to snuff because this is what brain fog is, right? Like your brain is just fogged with so many things. She thinks she's doing the right thing by showing up. She's not setting any boundaries. She's not setting an example of personal trauma equals take some time off to recover. So she's still showing up, but she's not really fully present. And so what happens is her team actually has to take on extra work to sort of cover the pieces that are getting dropped. She doesn't know they're getting dropped. Nobody wants to tell her they're getting dropped. They know she's experiencing some personal drama. She doesn't have boundaries. So what's happening is she thinks she's showing up like, hey, I'm here for you guys. I'm here, I'm here, I'm here. I'm doing the right thing. I'm doing everything everybody wants me to do. But in reality, it's not actually like great. Everyone would actually prefer that she took time off so that they could fully own those tasks and not have to sort of like clean up the tasks which are not fully completed because she's just not there. And everybody has massive empathy for that and they want to have her back. But it's actually a lot harder to carry the weight of a person who's like a quarter there than to just take it fully on and move the stuff forward with complete ownership. 
So this is the irony of boundaries, right? We think we're showing up and doing the right thing when we push our boundaries and we become a martyr and we stand in that place saying, I will stay here because I, I know that everybody wants me to stay here and this is how I prove my value and this is how I show people I'm a professional and this is how I show I'm not lazy. And then you're showing up kind of a quarter there or half there or partially resentful or tired or sluggish or with brain fog, right? Set the boundary. Okay, it's really hard. When this first client had to write the email in front of me, so much guilt and shame was coming up. I could see it. I could see it in her face. There was like deep breathing and panicky breathing and rewriting the email a hundred times. What happened? She wrote the email. The guy said, no problem at all. Let's reschedule. They rescheduled. She went to the gym. I wrote her an email afterwards. She was like, you have no idea the relief I had when I woke up this morning and I knew I didn't have to run out the door to go to this networking meeting. That I had time at the gym, had time to prepare. I felt ready. That's what came next. So this is just the irony, right? We have we make up all these stories. We spin and we spin and we spin. When what would have been kind would be just to originally set the time at a time that works better for us. So that we're not going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. That's the part that feels unprofessional to people when you're when you're moving things around all the time. If you just start with the time that works best for you, you can of course be flexible with people. I'm not saying like set a boundary and it's inflexible and you have to just say no to everything else. There's some flexibility in there, but start the conversation in the place of the best time for me is at one o'clock because that really is the best time for you. Why are you afraid to tell people what time is best for you? Why are you so afraid? I know why. I know why. Because you've lived your life in service to other people. You've lived your life looking for pats on the back. You've lived your life wanting people to recognize your hard work, your work ethic, your heart, how much you put in. That is all valid and it's all worth something. But you're also looking for external validation. And when you're looking, and I'm saying all of this because this is me, I'm describing myself. So this, there's no judgment passing here because I am literally describing myself. I was the kid who wanted the coach's recognition, who got onto the field, that pushed herself until her face was like red like tomato. I wanted the pats on the back. I wanted my coach to recognize that I was listening and I was applying the principles that she was teaching us. And I wanted her to see that hard work, right? I wanted my parents to see the work that I put into things. I wanted my employers to see that I was dedicated and loyal and that I was going to push and I was going to make change and I was going to show them the impact of my hard work. What happened? I burned out. I never got bonused for that kind of work. I never got anything extra. I never got perks. I never got equity. I never got profit share. I never got any of that. I just burned my shit out <laughs> like big time. To the, I mean, to the point that I think that the physical symptoms and issues I'm experiencing now are a result of all that burnout, lack of sleep eating poorly, 
just running on empty constantly. I was not showing up the best way that I could have if I would have advocated for myself. So I want this for you all. I think boundaries are probably the biggest life-changing thing that we could do. We can change our lives if we set boundaries. And boundaries are a conversation. So they're not always violated, right? Because we haven't set them. We feel all this violation, but we actually haven't set the boundaries. So set the boundaries and have a conversation. I'm not telling you to just tell your employer to like F off and I'm only, I'm going to roll in around noon and I'm going to take it easy because I have to advocate for myself. This is not what I'm saying. It's a conversation. If you have a conversation with your employer and you say, hey, do you think that three times a week I could potentially come in at 10 instead of nine because I know that I'll be more productive and more on top of things if I can get some time in the gym I'm a mom. I'm busy. I don't have any other time. It's best if I could do it when my kids go to school and then I have some dedicated time and like I can put in an extra hour or I can just show you that I will increase my productivity and without even adding any more time. Let me just show you what I can do, right? Let me show you how my value is going to be increased. How can an employer or a manager not be happy to accommodate that conversation? Every industry is different. Every job is different. It's not always going to be possible, but please have the conversation. The more you have those conversations, the easier it is to have the conversation. The more you send emails stating that, hey, I actually need to meet at this time. This is going to be better for me. You don't have to give them a reason. You don't have to give them a reason. You can just say, oh, you know what? I realize that's not actually like the best time for me. Would you be willing to do this time? Here are a few other times that could work. I'm so sorry for the inconvenience. The more you write those emails, the more you stand up for yourself, the more you set those boundaries for yourself, the more conversations you have, it just gets easier and easier. And then it doesn't feel like, this big weight that you're carrying, there's no more guilt. There's no more shame. There's no more fear. There's no more worry of what people think about you. There's no more, yeah, fear of judgment. All of that goes away as you start to have these conversations more and more. And again, I can only say that because that was my experience. And I used to even feel that guilt with my own clients in this business early on I also had trouble setting times that worked better for me. I was always working with West Coast clients. I'm based in Europe. I was working like all through the night. I was working all through dinner. And finally, I was, I realized, what am I doing? This is not why I got into business for myself. What am I doing? This has nothing to do with anyone else. That's the big thing about boundaries. No one else was violating my boundaries. They weren't setting those times. I had a story in my head that that time would be better for them. And so those were the times that I scheduled with my West Coast clients. And then finally, I just recalibrated it all. And I said, this is my window. Does this work for you? And yes, every once in a while, I extend that window because I'm flexible. But for the most part, I have one window with West Coast clients. And when that window is booked, it's booked. I don't have other times unless you want to book time with me you know, another month or two out, 
That's it. And that's my value, right? Like I have to stand up for my value because if I show up and it's my dinner time or I show up and it's really late and I'm not on my game, how is that good delivery? How is that good service for my clients? It's not. I want you to have my best brain. I want you to have dedicated time. I want to be focused on you. That is my responsibility to you as your coach, as your consultant, as your vendor. I need to be there with my best foot forward. And if I'm booking time with you during my dinner time, that's not going to be my best foot forward. But when I set my boundary and I say, I have this window, that's going to be my best time. Like take the window because you're going to get me at my best. Again, there's some flexibility. There is a conversation in there. If that time doesn't work for you, I'm not going to like stand my ground and be, you know, so firm that there's no flexibility. There's always flexibility. But please, if you don't do anything else, have the conversation. Because here's what happens when you have the conversation. You might be someone who like slips into work. This is a friend of mine. Slips into work around 9.30, 9.45. You're supposed to be there at nine. You want to try to squish a workout in. So you're just like consistently late to work, but you've never had the conversation. So you just feel like always on edge. Somebody's going to catch you. Somebody's going to have a talking to you with you. Somebody's going to find out you've been slipping in the door late. You feel guilty. You feel slightly unprofessional. You are always on edge. You feel guilty during your workout. You're looking at the clock the whole time going, oh, what if somebody's like trying to get a hold of me? This is also what we do when we quote unquote work from, fri- work from home on Fridays, but not really working. It's the same sort of feeling, right? You're always like, oh, someone's going to call me and I'm going to be doing the gardening. And oh, what if somebody calls me and have the conversation? And then guess what? The guilt goes away. There's no more guilt. There's no more feeling unprofessional because you're having the conversation. Hey, is it okay if I Monday, Wednesday, Friday slip in at 10? I promise you, I'm not going to miss anything. I'm not going to book any meetings for that time. I will be so productive on those days. It's going to be amazing. Have the conversation. There's no more guilt. You are worth it. You are worth it. Your worth doesn't come from how many hours you sit in front of your computer. Your worth is about you, who you are, how you show up, the kind of work you do, the impact you make, what you do for other people, how easy you are to work with. All these things are the reason why you are a stellar employee, employer, manager, leader, whatever your role is, it's about you. It's not about the hours that you spend staring at a computer or working in a physical environment. It's not about that. It's about you as a person. And guess what? You as a person need to eat. You need to sleep. You need to exercise, period, period. You need to, you have a personal life too that you need to attend to. And sometimes that gets in the way of work. There's no guilt. There's no shame. You are 100% a human being. You matter. Have the conversation. I know I'm being really aggressive, (laughs) but I believe in this so much. I literally, literally believe that when you set boundaries, it will change your life. There are so many other things I'm going to talk about in this podcast and so many other things I coach people on, but boundaries is huge because so much comes up when you start to set them. 
all of those feelings need to be felt and processed and understood so that you don't get held back by them anymore. So rate the email, have the conversation, let those feelings come up, understand where those feelings are coming from and practice. Just keep practicing. I love you all. I can't wait to hear about how this goes for you. Tell me if there was something difficult about this process. Drop me a line. I want to hear about it. I want to help you through this. Boundaries are huge. Talk to you next week. You've been listening to Business for Humans. Don't forget to subscribe so that you never miss an episode. And please leave a review so that other business owners can find the show. Learn more at practica.consulting.com.